Welcome to another episode of the Preacher Man Podcast with Jamal Brown. And I wanted to talk this week about Kanye West. Uh, at least that was my intent at first until all this other uh, major news came out. But for those that have been interested in the podcast and uh, people have been reaching out to me personally, feel free to shoot me an email at uh, T-H-E-J-A-M-A-A-L-B-R-O-W-N at gmail.com. And uh, if you have any comments or even maybe want to, you know, be a guest at some point soon on on the pod, just uh, give me a shout on that. But we know the hot news is this current administration putting out this whole thing about this vax attack. So we're going to talk about it. President Joe Biden just put out mandates that could potentially affect several million people's jobs and careers if they refuse to take the C-19 shot. And unfortunately, I will admit I'm also part of that number because of my views and conviction about getting the vaccination. I was having a conversation with somebody and um, I said these are exciting and exposing times we're living in. And they tried to correct me because I said exciting, wondering what is there to be excited about? I'm like, it can, it's exciting because now as a believer, we get to display in real time what it is we've been preaching about. Do we really believe what we say we believe? Do we believe the blood of Jesus is a real thing or just when it's comfortable? Do we believe Holy Spirit inside of us when we get that feeling or unction that something ain't quite right. Do we believe PhD certified doctors and scientists that have done research and treated those with the C-19 virus and are still very concerned and a lot are against what our government is doing with all these shot mandates? Historically, families have fled their own home countries just so they can be a part of the freedoms that America has provided. Now, in about a year and a half time, America is starting to look like or is looking like a watered down version of what it was and what it should represent. And I'm not what you would label a quote unquote anti-vaxxer. I'm anti-mandates or you can say pro-freedoms to put into executive order for people to take a shot that they're treating like a one size fits all is scary. God made us all unique and everyone has different lifestyles, eating habits, stresses they deal with in life. So to mandate something not proven over time for everyone to take at the very least is irresponsible. Again, as I said in the previous podcast, I've never heard or read someone getting the polio, chickenpox or measles shot and still being able to spread the disease. Now, there have been breakthrough cases where people that actually got the shot, they you know still got the disease, but they couldn't spread it. But it is a fact that those that have been vaccinated can not only still get the C-19 virus, but also spread it to others, whether they are vaccinated or not. But the thing everybody keeps saying, it's not about you, it's about caring about others. It's about your neighbor. But the evidence says no matter what you decide to do, your neighbor still could be potentially exposed anyway. 
The CDC has even admitted this, which is the reason why they will continue to make boosters to offset the watered down immunity from the previous shot. A shot that cannot be proven over time because this virus continues to mutate and nobody has seen anything like it. There is a clear dictatorship vibe that's coming across from this current administration, but too many people refuse to see it because then they would admit that they were wrong. And I want to bring up numbers because in this climate that we're living in, especially, you know, with this whole pandemic, people use numbers as somewhat of an idol, you know, making people believe that that equals absolute truth. Numbers can be manipulated or tilted to favor the agenda you're trying to promote. For example, like you're not counted as fully vaccinated until after two full weeks after the second shot. How many people were in the hospital that were vaccinated at least once or wasn't two full weeks past their last shot? These, see, those people are lumped in with those that are, quote unquote, not vaccinated at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's one way that numbers can be tilted, because technically they're not saying they're not going to say if somebody came into the hospital with just one dose or, OK, yeah, they got the second dose, but they're not fully vaccinated yet because they still got three more days before they give, you know. So those technicalities can manipulate numbers and skew those numbers, whichever way they want to to uh, promote it, to push it. See, not recognizing if somebody took one dose or both, because technically they're they're all unvaccinated, according to the CDC. You can flip numbers however you like. And in dealing with science, it is pretty universally known that there aren't any abs real absolute truths in science. And when I'm saying absolute, that meaning plain and simple, black and white. I would like to quote an internationally known biologist by the name of Richard Dawkins. He is an evolutionary biologist and author. He was a professor for public understanding of science in the University of Oxford from 1995 to 2008. And to note, he is an atheist, so we don't have the same worldview. But I believe this makes his perspective even more interesting because he strictly has a pure science view and is not attaching any spiritual or practical assumptions with it. He says part of the problem amongst both pro-science and anti-science types is that they both think that science is some magical word to either be loved or despised, depending on the answer it provides. But science is, in reality, a coherent method to find an answer to a question about the natural universe. But it is not itself the answer. Science is a systematic and logical process using the scientific method that finds and builds data and eventually knowledge into testable explanations and predictions about the natural universe. It is not a magical word that implies truth, but it is a rigorous process to separate meaningless information from high quality evidence in support or falsehood statements of an explanation of the natural world. Oftentimes, someone will report that scientists believe that birds are living dinosaurs or scientists believe humans cause global war warming. To the lay audience, that sounds like a bunch of men and women sitting in an apartment with a keg of beer, a dartboard and inventing some new theory. OK, in my experience, we have often sat 
around with a keg of beer and a dartboard. But we were discussing 10 years of research and how to sum it up clearly or wondering if a new set of results adds to the data or may have actually move us in a different direction. But all of it was based on many years of hard work, including education, bench and field research, withering criticism from peers and mentors and countless nights of worrying if an experiment would fail because the power went off, not just a random guess. Moreover, even after hard work, publications and critiques, science is filled with doubt, new evidence as long as it is. As long as it is as strong as the evidence that supported a previous held explanation can create new explanations and predictions. The whole scientific process is based upon criticism, open mindedness and accumulation of new data is not based on. Okay, we're done. We've answered all the questions. Science evolves over time because it simply isn't dogmatic. Now. All that that I read is it should be interesting because now because this doesn't sound like anything what we hear on big media networks and publications, you know, from pretty much from what we're hearing. The science is pretty clear. The science is pretty absolute. You know, there's no shadow of a doubt. There's no gray area. You know, it's it's plain to see. But even when they have constantly told us. It, this virus, this C-19 virus continues to mutate and break into different strands. There is nothing black and white about this virus, but those in power have done a good job to persuade many of us to believe all we need is this shot to get back to normal. Again, I want to read this again What Dawkins said. The whole scientific process is based upon criticism, open mindedness and accumulation of new data. But people that are actually in charge of social media and big platforms have made it their business to censor or ban anyone that brings any of those to the table, any of the criticism, any of the open mindedness, any of the accumulation of new data. You know, all these people, they are trying to to censor, man, like and it's it's plain to see. That's why it's it's opened my eyes so much. I'm like, man, we we got to wake up and. I also want to mention the hundreds and thousands, even really millions of people that have natural immunity against the virus. Like if we're actually following the science is what a lot of people want to say. If you follow the science, it is a proven fact that those that have already been exposed and recovered from the C-19 virus have much more immunity than those that have been vaccinated. So why is this not being mentioned or even considered before slapping down these mandates like it's a straightforward no matter what the circumstances we want to put this in your body even if it means not providing for your family this is what they're saying they want to just put something in your body regardless of any unique circumstances like they're they're saying your conscience is not important they're saying your doctor or personal health expert advice is not important It's only important when they actually agree with what we have to say about it. Like that sounds like control. That's that sounds like dictatorship. And I want to bring this up because I was talking to my homie, my TSU alumni 
homie a few weeks ago and um you know we were just talking about stuff going on in the world today and he brought up one of his friends had i think the virus sometime in early 2020 or late 2019 and he was telling me his symptoms and you know how he was feeling what he was going through and and it just came to me because I'm like, as far as my knowledge, I, you know, I don't believe I've had the virus. But in late 2019, I was like real sick. Like I was like, I've never been, you know, as sick as I was at that period. I was my fever was as high as 104, 104.5. I was having chills you know, shaking, I was hot, cold, no taste, no smell, you know, we're talking about for, you know, three or four days, at least maybe it was a little bit longer than that, four or five days. But, you know, I was like, oh my goodness. I have, I was like, is, is this it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was feeling, you know, that bad. And I was like, you know, kind of what's going on. And at the time I was thinking like, I just have this bad flu or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause at the time during that period, C-19 wasn't wasn't a thing. It wasn't even out there like that. You know what I'm saying? But just talking to my friend, thinking back, I'm like, man, like, is it is it is it possible? Like it it, I don't know, but it definitely could because, you know, I pretty much had all those diseases or people have the stories of when they actually had the virus as far as being, you know, tired, body aches, no smell, no taste. Uh, high fever, shakes, shiver, you know, all this stuff. Like I was you know, like, that was me. So um, it's, it's possible. I may have the immunity as well. So, and, you know, I can talk about this, you know, continue to go on and on about this and continue to be the case. But at the end of the day, you know, people will hear what they want to hear. I'll spit out these facts or say whatever, you know, these scientists, what they have to say and other qualified people, but, you know, people will, just shun it and not even, you know, think twice about it. And and I say that because I used, I, re, I be reading the Bible and, you know, you see all these times and, you know, the, the reading through these stories and you just like you like how are these people deceive like, you know, the prophets are actually telling them, you know, what's going on or what's what's happening now. And like these people just they just not listening. So I'm just like. You know, that's like back in the olden times. So it really wouldn't happen today because we have so much information and stuff out there like, you know, and, and Holy Spirit is around. So it's like, how can people be so deceived? But I see it as clear as day now. Like people, people still go. People are still deceived. Like you can say all the right stuff, put all the right information out there. You know what I'm saying? But people, they're going to hear what they want to hear. And just like in the in the Bible, in the Gospels, when Jesus was talking about. If you have ears to hear, let them hear because we can be saying the same thing. But if you don't have ears to hear, you just you just not going to get it. And the government, you know, them, they that is going to continue to do what they want to do. Um, and Minister Fe- Louis Farrakhan and his protege, uh, Riza Islam. So my guy, Riza Islam, I follow him on on Instagram. They've been out in front of this whole thing with the. Uh, well, just not only this vaccine, but just, you know, a lot of vaccines in general. Um, they've been out in front of this. So I give them much credit on that. You know, they've been as verbal and intentional as they have been. But one thing I do wish I, I wish more notable Christian leaders and influencers would be more out in front on this. Like, again, I would say, do we believe 
what we say we do. Truth is truth no matter who or what religion anybody is, but aren't we as believers supposed to spearhead a good portion of this? I mean, but I will say KCM, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, is doing a great job of being on the on this side that I'm talking about as far as with the uh, pandemic and C-19 virus and the vaccinations like and Kenneth Copeland is arguably the, you know, the top guy as far as, you know, Christian people to influencers. But the only thing is they're not really hot like that on social media like uh, the uh, Nation of Islam is and Riza Islam. Like you can you gain a lot more following when you're actually putting stuff out there like that on Instagram, Facebook and stuff of that nature, you know, because currently a lot of the programs that uh, KCM, Ken Copeland Ministries has put up, they've they've taken uh, some of their stuff down off of YouTube because of, I think, maybe concern of being censored and it taken off anyway, but they've created their own online network, which is uh, govictory.com. If anybody's interested to check out uh, their information, they have shows called uh, Flashpoint. They have actually have a news uh, media station where they they give the news just like you would see on CNN or Fox or something, but is coming from a foundation of a spiritual point of view. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's that's definitely needed, you know, during that time. And I think that would be cool if, you know, if anybody's interested to go check that out. And maybe it's just me because I'm frequently on the social media and stuff, but I just don't see as many believers, you know, get involved with this type of conversation involved to the degree where, you know, our presence is notably felt, you know what I'm saying? As soldiers being soldiers in the Lord. Too many of us are split on this vax or no vax situation, and therefore the message or effectiveness can get lost. But one thing about the nation of Islam is when they do things, they do them in unison. And when they do them in unison, they are, are loud about it. And I can respect that. And I believe even God respects that. You know, it would be cool if the body of Christ got to the point, got to that point, but too often. We're divided on some of the most essential stuff. And the ultimate reason I refuse to get the bang bang is because if I did, I would do it out of fear, fear that it would be a negative reaction, fear that it could have long term repercussions, fear that if something did happen, it would never be linked back to the shots. It would just be something that unfortunately happened. How internally you feel about a certain situation can promote certain chemicals in your body to react toward what it is you actually believe. So I try to hold to that same standard across the board. I don't I don't want to do anything out of fear. And although things look unsure and confusing at the moment, all we can do is trust God, read, read his word, take care of our body as best as we know how and ask for wisdom. But wisdom that doesn't include listening to people that are investing in the mainstream media's mass vax agenda. Think about it. <laughs>